can't deal with these. I feel like that probably goes single... away with age, right? What, like the the judgment? Probably, yeah. Oh, I hope so. I feel like I haven't got that way in a too while. many. Way too many of our is are our parents the baby baby boomers? If they were born between forty five and sixty four, or forty six and sixty four, yeah. Uh, they're on. They're nearly on that line. Um, mine, no, mine, mine is Gen X, which is I can't remember what they're called, but whatever Gen X is. Or Gen Y, yeah. No, we're Y. Are we millennials? We're Y. Y, yeah. We're, we're we're millennials. Okay. But we're on the end of it, like ninety five, ninety six. Any, if I meet anyone who's born past the year two thousand, I freak out. I yeah. just freak out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jay. What does Drax think that Mantis's antenna are for? Oh, uh, dude, you're, I, I love it when you ask me Marvel questions. One, lighting up dark spaces. Or two, feeling doorways. I want to say the second one just because it's funnier. It sounds it more funny, ridiculous, I don't know. Which one are you going for? The second one. Correct. Yeah, okay. That You actually reminded me. I, I, need, to, uh, I need to watch... Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy one and two again. It's been a it's been a while, dude. I watched two the other day because I only yeah. saw it when it came uh, out in the cinema. Yeah, I, I need to watch it, it again. Was, it was better than I first gave it credit for. It, it was really funny. Okay, it was better than I remember. Ja- yeah, James Gunn can surprise you. Have you seen the new Suicide Squad yet? No. Yeah, I recommend it. It's pretty. I've seen it twice now. Okay, it's pretty good. Okay, when are you going to go to the cinema? Do you think? Uh, probably when Doctor Strange comes out, or the oh. new the new Spidey, maybe. I don't know. December, yeah. Are you gonna watch the new Bond? No. Okay, not bothered. Uh, no, I can just wait for that. I don't need to go see it right away. Are you interested in watching it at some point? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, I've seen them oh, all. Right, okay. I've seen all the other ones, so I kind of want you need okay. to to a degree. Yeah. All right. All right, Jay. Well, we've arguably got a bigger week than last week so i think we should probably jump right into it okay. um so please transition yeah start the demolition of this topical edition oh my god bars oh my god <laughs> get the album side already. My, my dad's so, gonna appreciate that that's pretty cool um i feel like he'd appreciate it or be like don't do that again Nick. yeah one of the two well, we'll find out yeah. well yeah i guess we will Okay, Jay. Well, look, I don't know anything about your topic for this week, so sure. please feel free to take it away. I, yeah. Okay. Okay. So just read out what my topic is for me, please. Okay. Your topic is NASB or okay. NASIB. NASIB. Okay. So NASIB uh, or NASB stands for Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. Okay. Do you know what this is? Well, you mentioned it last week on the show. I, I did, it's yeah. A Smash Brothers type thing with Nickelodeon characters. Mm-hmm. Very That's small, very small dev team. I think they there's only about nine people who made this game. Wow, really small dev team. Yeah, very very small, somewhere around there. Um, and I think the, the only game they've made is a similar type game, but with like no real licensing. So it's just like they made up their own characters and sort of like made a smash type game right and it did fairly i think it was called like slap city i think i think people still play it it's just like okay. a really like you know dumb 
So like with no, uh, Smash game, there weren't basically. any notable characters or anything. Not really. Now those all sort of made up and you know, all have their own unique move sets or whatever. But now they've transitioned. They've sort of used that as like a, a alpha or a beta, and moved on to a more sort of like double A game. If that was single A, this is like double A of like Nickelodeon and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like there's you know some really really cool characters in there. So, and yeah, I've I've been playing it for the last two or three days now. And oh, it's, it's weird. Out. It's out. Yeah, it came out a couple of days ago. Okay. I've been playing it. I thought, yeah. well, I'll I'll test it out just for a couple of days. I'll talk about it on here, and then maybe in the future when, you know, the game gets a patch or they add new characters, I can talk about it again and see if I've improved or, you know, online or whatever. Because this is kind of my first introduction to a Smash game to a degree. Like, I never, I, I've never, never really played Smash any like ultimate, you know, brawl, melee, all the other ones. I haven't really played them properly. I don't think. I think I've watched uh, a lot of people play it, but I haven't myself gone into it. This is similar, but there are some mechanical differences, and I think it actually lends itself to a slightly newer audience too. Like it kind of helps with uh, people who want to get into like, a smash type game. You know, it's a bit more user friendly, which is quite nice. A bit more accessible. Yes, very much so. Very much All right. So. so I will begin the questioning then, Jay, uh, mm. if that is what you would like. What is everything? What is like everything? How many characters? Yeah. How many stages? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I think there's 15 stages. So the thing about I'll, – I'll talk about stages first, actually, because the thing about Smash is there's, like, there's no, what's known as like neutral stages, which is usually just like um, one sort of level – that has yeah. either no platforms, one platform, yeah. or three platforms, or just two, that usually don't have any hazards. So they don't have like something that randomly comes on screen and whacks you off, or you have to dodge it. Like they, They're neutral, so that means that they're able to be used in tournament play. So stages that have like a random hazard, or something that um, gets in the way of the screen, or the platforms move in a weird way, they then won't be they won't be tournament legal, you know, in quotes. So no, I, they I wouldn't, they wouldn't, you wouldn't even have people in tournaments to play the those types of stages. Yeah, so of the, I think of the fifteen stages, I think only four of them are neutral. So I think there's only okay. like four stages that I'm really going to be wanting to play on the entire time. Like I think I've played on every stage now, but yeah, it's definitely not. There's like one or two that just aren't fun. Like it just makes the game hard and annoying, and it's not. It's just not good. I'm. They've actually like been officially banned from tournament play, so I'm glad about you... that. Now the stages have. Oh, I'm oh. glad about that. Um, Character-wise, there's 20, 20 characters on release, uh, and they've confirmed that there's going to be two free characters that they're going to roll out over the next couple of months, I think, maybe even a couple of weeks. I don't know what they're doing initially. There's actually been like a major leak already of like potential stages and characters that are going to come so we might already know who's coming like I've seen the leak and I might already know what the final boss is going to look like but we'll see we've got a long way to get there I think I know who the next character is going to be I think the next character is going to be Garfield okay which actually really excites me because I love Garfield so yeah, yeah that'd yeah. be really cool so yeah 20 characters actually I can uh can... Is there going to be more DLC after these three characters? Yeah, so I think eventually after these two free characters, there will be some, like a you know, like much like Smash. I think Smash has like oh god, like 
60 or 70 characters in it now. Whereas I think it only started with maybe like 35, maybe like 30, 36 or something. So they sort yeah, of added. One of the... A... Yeah, go on. I was just going to say one of the draws for the new one, I think, was that they were going to like have every character ever, wasn't it, or something? No, uh, what for Smash or for, for, for... That, for, for Smash? As yeah, in, like, for every Smash. Yeah, in basically. Smash. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. yeah. So I'll, I'll read off the characters that are in um, Nickelodeon, okay. and I want to see if you know any of these. Can I just quickly cut in, Jay? And just say it's so cool that this is your topic for this week. Because, like, I don't know many other yeah, gaming podcasts just... that I would listen to that would have a full-on discussion about it's a game It's fairly like niche, but if you're in the community, like, if you're in the Smash community, or at least if you follow it, this is fairly big to you. Like, you already know what's going on. But, like, I'll, I'll come back to that because I want to talk to about the community and how it's going to involve this. So Sure. Is there any other games like this that are, like, copycat? Smash Brothers games. There must be some out there. I'm just wondering if honestly, there are any I don't think there are any that are like worth noting necessarily. Like I say, Slap Fair City enough. was the only one that actually did any sort of um made any sort of mark, and it was made by the same people. So okay, all right, cool. Not really, which I'm kind of glad about because uh, I think this has the potential to be pretty big. Did you play Slap City? No, I only actually found out about it about a week ago. Because <laughs> I looked up the devs and was like, oh, they made a previous game that's basically the same, just, you know, worse graphics and all this kind of stuff. They sort of sure. developed over time. So I'll, I'll list off the obvious ones and I'll get to the harder ones and see if you know who they are. So, okay. SpongeBob. Yep. Fairly obvious. No, no SpongeBob. Are they still um, making that, by the way? Do you know? Yeah, I think they've got like a spin off thing. I know they've got Patrick Star Show. I didn't know that. Yeah, wow. that came out maybe. 2020 i think it might have even oh, been okay. started this year they'd started it something like that and i think oh, they've wow. got like a, a maybe like a baby version of spongebob or something oh uh, okay i don't know i haven't seen it so we'll see that makes sense uh sandy from spongebob from spongebob yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then patrick is in there as well so there's three three okay. from spongebob you could do like every character out of spongebob to be fair Crusty. i mean i think the the part of the leak or like part of the speculation is that Squidward has to be in there. You can't have Patrick, Sandy, and SpongeBob and not have Squidward. Like, yeah. If they have, what I'm, no, I'm playing the hell out of Squidward. If they if he comes out, I'm hundred percent playing him. Okay. Okay. So they have three from SpongeBob. Um, strangely, they have Leonardo from TMNT. Okay. Yeah. And they have Michelangelo from TMNT. I wouldn't be able to tell you those colours, but I know they're new. They're have a guess. So Leonardo. I'm genuinely surprised you don't know. This is like this is like the basics of like geekdom. Nerddom. Come no, on. I got it, I got it, I got it. One of them's blue. Yeah. There isn't a green one, is there? No, because that would probably blend in with their skin because they're turtles. I was going to say, I know that Orange is Mikey. <laughs> yes, I know thank that Ma- God. And Raphael, is... Raffaello or whatever his Raphael, name is. Raphael, right? yeah. Okay. So, one of them's blue. Yeah. Uh, you bet you couldn't even tell me the other pur- one's... The other one's purple. Yeah, but I bet you couldn't tell me what the other one's name is. Wait, wait, no, no, you just said him, right? You just said him. No, I said Leonardo, and I said Mike, yeah. Michelangelo, or Mikey. So they're oh. the two that they're the two that are in this game, but they don't have Raphael or Donatello. Donatello. 
Yes. Donatello is my favourite, which I'm waiting for him. So hopefully what, they'll what bring out... He? He's purple. Okay. He has a bow star. He's not so angry. He's purple, you idiot. Uh, obviously. Okay, yeah. So hopefully they'll bring out Raph and Don eventually. Yeah, you can't not have all four, can you? So they've got Did they those... bring out the Ratmaster or whatever his name is? Oh, what? Splinter? Splinter? Yeah. Yeah, so my, my hope for the end roster is to have Leo, Mikey, Raph, Don, Splinter, Shredder, which is the bad guy. Yeah. Uh, and then hopefully... I forgot the name of the guy who's got the mask, the hockey mask. It's like right on the tip of my tongue. Couldn't but yeah, you. whoever that guy is. That would be fun. But they strangely got another character from uh, TMNT. Any guesses? Female character? The, yeah, the, the main girl that's with him? Yeah, April O'Neil. Megan is in Fox. There. Yeah, there Megan Fox character. April O'Neil. Oh, it'd be cool if they had Rocksteady and the other one as well. Which I think they're going to have. That was like part of the leak, was like potentially Are Rocksteady. Are they the as well. villains out of the second film? Yeah, so yeah, they're the, like the crocodile and the rhino, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, I think that's what have they Have you are. seen the films? Uh, yeah, I actually really like them. <laughs> okay. like, they didn't do very well, but I actually really like them. Did they so, yeah, I don't think so. I mean, I think they did okay. I actually need to watch those again because they're pretty good. Uh, yeah, so three characters from TMNT so far, but I'm hoping that there'll be more. Uh, this one you might like. They've got uh, Aang from Avatar. The main character. Oh, mate. The amount, I was literally thinking of blue people for a good five seconds. Yeah, yeah. I know you were. Avatar wow. The Last Airbender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh, they've also Is got... the main character? He's the main... Yeah, he's the Avatar. Okay. Um, you've then got Korra from Avatar. Yep. but you, I know her from It's sort of her from... Game. Oh, okay. You sure? But the, see, she, she also had her own series as well. I think The Legend of Korra from 2012. Which was basically what they did after Avatar. Like she became the Avatar and she learned all the same sort of stuff. Um, so yeah, she's in there as well. And then Toph. Do you know who Toph is? No. She's the blind uh, earthbender from the show. Okay. So they have three characters from Avatar. Last Airbender. So do you, so like do you have a specific fandom for Nickelodeon? Um, no, I mean, I like feel over like... something like Cartoon Network or Disney, say. Um, I guess not. I think it's more just that, um, you know, it's kind of like a nostalgia kids thing, right? People grew up watching Nickelodeon or Nicktoons or whatever they call it now. Sure. It would be cool if they did... What? Go on. Oh, go on. But you don't have, like, necessarily, like, a deep, specific love for Nickelodeon over some other kids' thing? Oh, well, there's some shows on Nickelodeon that I think are the same as, like, Cartoon Network, like Dexter's Laboratory sure. on Cartoon Network. I'd have a similar yeah. thing but with other shows from Nickelodeon. Sure, sure. Um, so, yeah, Toph, Korra, and Avatar, or Aang from Avatar, that's those three. Let's see if I, who I can mention next. Uh, they have Powdered Toastman. Okay. <laughs> for the life of me I can't remember exactly what he's from but he is from like a show I think he might is have actually like... had his own show like that was like taken like cancelled or something but basically right, he's okay. like a really buff like Superman looking like torso and legs but he's just like okay. got two bread slices of toast as a head with a face and he like sprinkles powdered toast and he's like he's like super righteous and like Superman and you know Kind of like right. Iron Powder Toast Man, like that kind of thing. It's like really ridiculous. He's like a he's like a bit of a meme character. 
He's actually kind of good, but yeah. So he's in well, there. That shut up, Jamie. What? <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Um, oh wow. He's in there. Uh, Danny Phantom. You heard of Danny that Phantom? Rings a bell. Yeah. That so rings I think I just missed out on Danny Phantom. Danny Phantom came after I finished watching Nickelodeon. So I think that's in there for more of like the more recent viewers of Nickelodeon. Okay. Um, Lincoln Loud. Doesn't ring a bell. Again, another one that's similar to Danny Phantom. It sort of came later on. I think that might have been like 2015 or something. And then they've also got Lucy Loud, which is like his sister, essentially. So they've got those two characters from that. Uh, Invader Zim, I think is his name. That rings he's, a bell. Yeah, he's an old character, but I never really watched that when I was younger, so I don't really relate to it too much. I think okay. he's on his own. Um, Oblina. Do you know who Oblina is? No, there was a show no. back in the day, I think, called Monsters and Something, where it was like a bunch of... Uh, you might... Um, I think it might have actually been that, that Blue... Do you remember Blue, the character Blue, who was like a sort of like What's a... What's name for... Yeah. For some reason, I think I'm getting those two mixed up with this Monsters thing, but... Oh, no. That's like a very Imaginary similar type... Friends. Yeah, it's like Imaginary a very similar type friends. character. You know, the big red guy with the tall legs yeah. or whatever? Similar yeah, type yeah, yeah. character, but in like a different show that was before that, I think. God, yeah. Like a really creepy looking thing. That like some shows you ended up watching more than others, but mainly probably because of like timing in the day rather than anything yeah, else. Like, uh, yeah, that's me and my brother it, watched yeah. a lot of Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends, but only yeah. because it was probably on a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was usually like whatever was on after school, right? Right. That was like the usual time frame, I guess, or like whatever was it like first thing in the morning. Mate, you and, and then weekends. used to watch like Deal or No Deal and Countdown, man. Yeah, I, I still that. enjoy that. Is it good? Ren and Stimpy. You must know who Ren and Stimpy are. Mm, so they were technically that. before us. They were like late 90s, so we wouldn't have really watched them properly. How long has Nickelodeon been around for since the 91, 90s? I'd say. Okay, cool. Maybe 90 or 91. So yeah, Ren and Stimpy are like a really sort of like well known older Nickelodeon character. But they're they 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 were part of that revolution of like uh you know when Sp- when SpongeBob goes into like a really sort of like creepy still image where you like look up at his nose and you can see like bogies and hair like the really kind of like grotesque looking so that kind of style oh. came from like a Ren and Stimpy type thing right okay like that was very I similar little, type type I was thing. just gonna say I got a little throwback from like Aussie, cow from and thingy then. right yeah sure. Yeah. Yeah, cow yeah. and chicken, I like think... similar to cow and chicken. Right. I yeah. think that was Very by like... the way, Ozzy and Drake's um, was a film starring Bill Murray. Okay. I don't know if you ever. Saw I don't the TV know show, if I've anyway. seen it. No. Um, it's like a blue. It's like a blue. I think he's a white blood cell. And oh. He's like an. That sounds familiar. He's like an now. antibiotic or something, or might even be a red blood cell. And like they're in the body trying to fight off different infections and stuff. And in the film, Bill, Bill Murray plays a dad who's really oh, unhealthy. That actually sounds kind of familiar thing. now that you say that. I want to look that one a bit, yeah. Um, so yeah, Ren and Stimpy were sort of known for bit like being very adult humour. So they're was like in today's time? like age, they're not really allowed on TV anymore. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> like okay. that kind of humour, you know. Okay. Um, Nigel Thornberry. Hold on a minute. Yes, Hold that on Nigel Thornberry, the one with the giant nose. The giant nose. Yes. The nose bigger than his. Smashing. Character. Yes, that one. The one who drinks the tea. Very good. Like Love the, the Thornberries, exactly. So I'm hoping they bring in other characters from that. I'm hoping they bring in the little kid. I forgot his name. The one who goes. 
He's like the Tasmanian devil, isn't he? The one with like the leopard print shorts. Yeah. He wears no top and he's got like like almost like uh, shaggy hair. Yeah, shaggy hair. You know who he's I like mean? Like a, ta- a mini Tarzan. Yeah, like... exactly. I'm hoping they yeah. bring him in. Like, yeah. So at the minute they've only got just Nigel, but he is pretty fun to play. Dude, I'm gonna cut in quickly if that's okay. Yeah. There was a serial that had these little cameras where you could flick between the different pictures of wild thornberries basically i think i had that yeah dude me and my brother wanted them so bad (laughs) we were literally like eating bowls of cereal for days you just gave me a memory um i remember going to see the movie oh yeah and they had a scratch card yeah that when you scratched it was like scratch and sniff and i think it was like the kid's feet was like one of the smells no. Yeah, and it, I remember it smelling like really bad, and me being like, "Why? Oh. I don't understand this." Oh. I might have to Google that. That's pretty funny. Dude, that's awesome. Uh, right. Okay. Uh, you'll know this one, Reptar. Why well, you might not? It rings a bell, but I can't. It's from it's the the sort of Godzilla um, dinosaur from Rugrats. Yes. It's yes. called Reptar. So that's in the game. Um, Helga. No. From Hey Arnold. Didn't watch that much of Hey Arnold. Okay, so Helga was the girl who was like really like a like really mean and bossy and a bit a bit of a to- well not really a tomboy she wears pink. Um, but yeah, she's very mean to Arnold, but it's only because she secretly loved him, right. and she kept like a like a photo of um him in her bow or something. Oh. So yeah, she's in the game. She's quite interesting. Was this like a big reveal in the TV show? Or... Yeah, she had like a sh- like a really creepy shrine of Arnold with like his toenails and his hair and his like <laughs> yeah, it's creepy. It's really weird. <laughs> why have they got? By the way, why have they got Nigel Thornbury and not the main lass? Um, I think it makes sense. Nigel just makes more sense, like the way he's designed in the game, <laughs> the way his nose is used. Exactly. Well, I think it, honestly, I'm not even joking. It is. He has a he has a move called the woodpecker where he like thrust his head and his nose like wax into you like a bunch of times he like when he does his recovery move he flops like a whale and sort of like goes on his side it's, yeah he does like a lot of like uh, wow. animal he does like a lot of animal based moves like the eagle dives up like that yeah okay and i think that's it oh no one more cat dog cat dog cat dog yeah. classic and he's actually a really good character so they're the 20 so far but hopefully they'll uh, add more characters from these universes and also other universes or like other shows that we're on. Because sure. a lot, a lot of people are disappointed that there aren't other characters in there yet. So yeah, that's your twenty. Full, what's the full retail price of the game? So you could have pre-ordered it before at thirty-two pounds. Okay. But it is currently forty pounds if you want to buy it. Brand new. Interesting. That's the second time I've seen the pre-order cheaper than the when it comes out yeah the only i think xbox was the only place you could buy it pre-order and cheaper for some reason steam wouldn't let the developers um let you pre-order the games you had to buy it full price brand new um i think playstation have a similar thing where for some reason you couldn't pre-order it and it wasn't cheaper so if you did pre-order it it would have to be full price so i think the best place for you to possibly get it would have been xbox for the slightly cheaper price but most people do play it on pc or switch so interesting uh death store was a game they did that for recently as well yeah so what are you are you playing single player are you playing yeah every so character? i've kind What's of the... yes my main character i'm sort of going back and forth between characters this is going to sound strange but for the first two days i actually kind of regretted buying it i was kind of like okay. i don't know if i'm going to get good enough at this for me to warrant me to keep playing it 
What drew you to buy it? Um, it was sort of the so I watch a lot of Maximilian Dude, who you know. Yeah. And he's obviously fairly heavily uh, involved in the fighting game community. Uh, does and he play part, Smash Bros as well? Well, he, I think yeah, he does play Smash. So like part of his thing is that he you know checks out other games that are similar, and he he really likes the sort of Ren and Stimpy old sort of 90s Nickelodeon so he was looking forward to like older characters so he sort of saw that and went oh I'll stick on this and I'll make I can make content off of it you know reveal characters and stuff and I can do content around this so that initially got me hyped up but then I'd say a couple of years ago I started watching uh, streamers and pro players from the Smash community and like tournaments and I sort of got a bit more excited about watching it so I follow a lot of people who play Smash or like pro players and stuff and they had been sort of rolling out content to do with the game and sort of hyping it up and I think even a couple of them got paid by the devs to like advertise their game and get the game a week early so they could play it and have a tournament. There's currently a tournament going on for like $100,000 or something. Um, so yeah, it was kind of the hype around it kind of got me involved. I was like, maybe I should actually just give this a go. You know, it's not like that expensive, not really and I'll just, you know, I, I don't know. I just felt like I needed Take to give it, give it a bit, of a, give it a bit yeah. of a risk. Yeah, see how it, how yeah. it went. And yeah, the first two days were rough, man. I was like, I don't know if this was good or not. Like the game feels a little bit like frame droppy. I can't like get a combo off. Like I I keep getting hit. I can't like do it properly or whatever. Which I th still think may be the case now with like online. But for some reason, I played it a little while ago. And the game seems to have like changed. Like the frames seem to be slightly better, and I can actually like get my moves off slightly easier. Like I think it might have been. I've literally been watching like tournaments and games for the last two days of people playing the game, and I think something like clicked in my head where I've like started to like do moves in the game that actually like is how you're supposed to play the game. Because I've never really like played a Smash game, so I don't really know what the movements supposed to be like, what moves supposed to hit when. So I think because I've sort of like soaked up so much smash and and this game over the last couple of days or weeks or whatever i've sort of like it's starting to like click a bit more now so i think i'm actually kind of glad that i have it now whereas I, you know initially i was kind of like oh this might have been a bad idea <laughs> bit of a bit of a learning just, curve but we got there in the end yeah it sounds like you, you have you have very much lived the modern gamer experience of you know buy something day one or something similar to that effect i hate patched, doing it it's you know, hard it slowly gets better and yeah you it sounds like there is a difficulty curve here oh somewhere. majorly uh, there was an interview with the devs um uh, with one of the pro players and part of the questioning sort of ended up with them saying like the game as it is right now is definitely not how we want it to be it's fairly rough but a lot of devs do that on purpose so that people can break the game so they can mend it better. Like, Because once you know you've broken something, it's then a lot easier to then fix that issue rather than just sort of sending it out there and fixing things without really knowing what the issue is. So they were kind of hoping that people like pro players would like find infinites, you know, combos that need to be patched out, like balancing of characters. Because there's definitely like a... I'd say they're actually, it's actually fairly well-rounded as like a tier list. I'd say there's three characters that stand out as the best characters, and then there's a lot in the middle, and then there's only one or two characters who are like not that good. So it's actually pretty pretty fair at the minute. So I don't think there actually needs to be much balancing. Um, but yeah, I think over time this game will get some pretty nice patches, and it'll uh, it'll play a lot better than it does right now. I mean, it, it's still pretty amazing for this like that level of development. 
it's kind of like amazing i think the, a big thing that you can tell why it feels so basic is there's like no voice no voices for the characters so there's oh, no like okay. when there's like a move there's no Classic. like there's no like spongebob yeah. noise or there's no like sandy noise there's like it's just nothing it's just like a whom or like a whack there's no oh, voiceover so get, work like, grunts and stuff like a little bit but not really okay so that it just kind of sounds like all you hear is the music and the whacking noise of a weapon or whatever there's no sort of like classic nigel thornberry right. you know quote or whatever which i'm kind of like they did mention that they might do that but i think it was something to do with the amount of money they had the budget or whatever so mm. yeah the mm. budget just wasn't there so that they'll get around to that but, you know i'm kind of hoping to stick with this game for a couple of years and see where it ends up wow yeah i'm hoping cool. i'm hoping you know but i mean there could be a bunch of stuff i mean there's gonna you know back for blood comes out next week I mean, Guardians at the end of the end of the month. Like, I'm gonna be, you know, playing those a hell of a lot more than I'm playing this. So, yeah, sure. But this is, I guess, like I said, this is one to stick with. Isn't Hopefully, it? yeah. I mean, I have a feeling that the game's actually sold fairly well. I think most of the reveal trailers have like well over a hundred thousand. I think between a hundred thousand and five hundred thousand views on them. So, if you know, even if only ten percent of those views actually bought the game that's still a fairly good amount to like keep it going at least for now so we'll see how long did... the hype lasts for yeah and even my very limited youtube search did it did come up a couple of times like i think the reviews came up and they seemed to strike a chord i didn't even see what the what the ign review was actually i'm curious to know what the um i couldn't tell you couldn't what tell the you. thing is so are you are you playing it single player? Are you playing each character? Sort yeah, of the whole I'm just sort like of story like, or, yeah, or like... no, there's just arcade, you know, like seven stages, you varying in difficulty. You just sort of you get, get to the end for and beating them. Yeah, uh, so character. if you beat uh, the first time you beat each uh, arcade mode with a character, I think you get like a profile picture of like the character that you used to beat the arcade with, like a cool like drawn one. Mm -hmm. uh, I think you get like stage art in the gallery like you just basically unlock a bunch of stuff at the gallery essentially nothing like major I think the profile icon for your uh, online play is still pretty cool though I don't know if you get better rewards if you do it on hard difficulty but I'm just doing it on very easy at the minute just so I can like you know speed through it or whatever because I'm actually trying to get achievements on it as well so sounds good I'll try uh, yeah. what are the achievements like mate yeah, fairly easy. I think the ones that are going to be difficult are like the um, there's like a there's a mode like a mode called sport mode, which is like where you play like you have to like whack a ball around the screen or something. And there's like they're right. really hard challenges to do with that. So I'll try and bother with that later. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, so I'll keep well, uh... I'll keep you updated on that. I'll I'll probably do like every so often. I'll be like right new patch or new character. You know, I'll try and spread it out as long as I can. Yeah, no, it sounds good. To be fair, mate, I've got a gut feeling that you won't be spending much time on Back for Blood in terms of the Goldilocks, you know, time. I honestly kind of want to play it a lot. That's my thing. I'm like I said before, I kind of want there. Hopefully, there's some sort of progression system, I'm sure there will be. some sort of level up thing. I'm going to that, that is a game that they will definitely want players playing for like two years minimum. I would say, you know what I mean? Yeah, the amount of time they put into it, they kind of need to. Yeah, I know this team made Evolve, who I which I really really liked, um, and I think they need to they definitely need to change their model from what they did with Evolve. If they had the model of today's most multiplayer games and they did the battle pass and that kind of stuff, I think um, yeah, Evolve probably would have lasted at least another year minimum. 
So With, I'm hoping that the model is just better on this one. By the way, Joe, I meant to ask, have, did they downsize the team or anything after Evolve? Because I know it wasn't a massive commercial hit because I'm looking at the graphics and gameplay and it, it's like they've been working on this game for quite a few years and it's not looking like a particularly, you know... I'm not saying it should be realistic looking, uh, but it isn't, it's, no, looking it, like, it's looking like Xbox One generation to me. Really? Yeah. No, I'd say this is definitely next-gen graphic-wise. Oh, okay, right. yeah. I'll eat my words when it comes out. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, I could be totally wrong. Compared to Evolve, I mean, Evolve was like pretty ahead of its time for Xbox One. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, like that game still holds announced, up. So. Have they announced a Battle Pass or Season Pass for Back for Blood? I'll have to look more into it. I don't know. I doubt okay, it, okay. but I'm hoping that they'll come out and they'll just be like a normal progression. I remember when I played the beta, I think there was something to do with you could unlock certain cards or whatever over certain levels, but I'm hoping that there'll be other stuff like icons or skins mm. or whatever it might be. You know, something that just makes me want to keep playing it more. And then Nickelodeon Brawl, have mm. they announced any sort of paid DLC or anything for it? No paid, but just the free stuff, and then I think eventually they're going to come to all the paid stuff, yeah. Okay. Hopefully it won't cost that much. It'll be like, I don't know, like £3 a character. Or maybe they'll do a battle pass or something. Or not a battle pass, uh, like a season pass or something. Like, Sounds you know, good. Like uh, year one type thing. Or like pack one, you know, character pack one, character pack two, stuff like that. Yeah. We'll see how... how uh, honestly, I kind of want to figure... I want to know what the sales are for the first week. So once I have that information, yeah. I'll get back to you on that. And we'll see if that amount of money can hopefully mean that they can afford to keep making the game and add, adding on to it so yeah yeah sounds good mate thanks yeah, for yeah. sharing all good yeah okay so you've got an interlude jay i do would you like me to read it out yeah like remind me okay uh it says or questions would you play mmos if they oh, came yeah. out day one on console and the subscription was included in game plus game plus Hmm, game plus or, P- or ps plus yeah this is just more of like a, a quick question type thing I, I i just like i've been thinking about it a lot maybe since e- e- eso that was called um yeah. elder scrolls online yeah. i remember that coming out i think you have to pay for the game but it's not subscription based right from what i remember i think it was but it's not anymore yeah so i think that was my other question too like it kind of falls into the bracket of like Fallout 76 as well, like if there was an initial cost for the game but you didn't need to pay subscription for MMOs on console as well as potentially having to pay subscription but it was potentially included in Game Pass or PS Plus or maybe it wasn't and it wasn't that expensive, would you be more likely to play MMOs on console? Because I feel like I'm kind of having a bit of FOMO with some of these MMOs. Like I'm, New World. Yeah, the New World's out right now and I'm like, man, like I would heavily play that game. Yeah. I think. Like I, I already feel like dude, most people. Yeah, exactly. But I, I kind of, I, I don't think my laptop can handle it. That's the thing. I don't want to sure. risk it. I don't want to just buy it and be like, oh no, nope, laptop can't handle it. <laughs> sure, sure. You know, I'd rather like know that at least a console is going to attack it at some point. You know. So I think if that I if New World came out on Xbox, I'd play. It. I'd be playing it right now, hundred percent. I don't know how you feel on on MMOs. You know whether you actually care or not. Yeah, I'll I'll keep it succinct as as succinct as I can, mate. Sure. I would be more interested in playing an MMO if it was on Game Pass. ESO, I think, is on Game Pass actually. Uh, yeah, that's true. I wouldn't necessarily play it day one because I oh, think MMOs okay. are particularly more broken than a console game yeah. from day yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, most of and the time. And I 
I do like to play even console games a few months after they're out when the patches are out and like same with MMOs. I wouldn't necessarily want to play an MMO after it's, you know, sixth year because now ESO for me is too deep to get yeah, into. Yeah, me too. I'm not going to touch that thing. <laughs> but um, 100% would more likely try it on console because I haven't got, you know, a two grand PC at the end of the day. Um, like I probably could play WoW on this laptop, but man, it would struggle, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So... In answer to your question, mate, yes. Cool. But with those caveats. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think, like, I think the, the downside to um, the developers of these games having to also put them on console is the amount of time it would take, right? Like, I'm guessing there'd be a lot more, there'd have to be more budget for that type of thing, and the development would probably be a lot worse off for it. Obviously, depending on if they delayed it or if they deliberately, you know, didn't release the game until much later anyway. Um, but yeah, I, I wonder if they're, if they're like missing out on like a whole market of people who can't afford a really nice PC, but who already own a console and like, I'm just sat here waiting, you know. Like, I'm one of those people, like, I'm 100%. If New World had come out on like an Xbox exclusive or like a PlayStation exclusive, I'd yeah, I'd 100% go for that. And even if there was a subscription that was, I don't know, it'd have to be pretty low. I mean, most subscriptions are like the equivalent of like a Netflix thing, right? They're either like 10 or £15 a month. Mm. I feel like that's, I can't really warrant that. I feel like if it was like similar to, I mean, even if, I don't know, I, I really don't know what the price point would have to be for me to warrant a subscription. It's really hard. Dude, I I think okay. First of all, I think two to three quid, two to four quid max on a subscription, like a month, a bit, like a RuneScape, yeah, hundred mm. percent. And I think a one-off cost isn't out of the question because New World stuff. I'd it, much rather it would just be the one-off cost with no subscription. Like, that's so mate. much easier because you're then at least like imagine that it was a ten pound a month subscription, and most players only really do for that one month. If you then have to pay 30 or 40 quid or even 60 quid for the one-off thing, you're guaranteed six months worth subscription then and there, right? But whether they take the gamble of, oh, this, everyone's going to stay longer than six months, I don't think that's going to happen. I think most people are going to be on month, three months max. So if you just get that... I mean, technically Avengers did it with their game, right? Because that could have been... You know, that was like an £80 game or whatever. Like right. a 60, 70, 60, 80 70, pound game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that game could have uh, could have been more of like a you know subscription based thing, I guess. I don't know. To me, it just like the, paying that one off. I think there was a th I can't remember what it was. It was like a th oh, it's because of like all the free DLC. I think that's what the thing was. That's what I'm trying to compare it to. I think the initial thing was it was going to come out as a, a 50 or a 60 pound game, and then you you were going to have to pay for extra content. But they said, right, if you pay this extra £10 that we're like in the 70 quid, 80 quid, whatever it was, we'll then give you all the content for free that comes out over the next year or two. Oh, so you're basically so the paying for the DLC. Above retail yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was like, right. for the base, I think it was 70. And I think for the special, it was like either 80 or 90. How interesting. Yeah, exactly. So they basically said, look, you can have the game, but you can't have to pay for the DLC ahead of time <laughs> without calling it that, you know, which I thought was quite interesting. So yeah. similar things there, but yeah. Yeah, definitely, mate. I, I hear you loud and clear. If WoW was on like my I'm Xbox, I'd, I'd be playing it. Yeah, I want to play New World things... so bad. 
I, I feel you, man. I, I think there is definitely less MMOs on console, and that, that should probably be sorted moving forward. Mm-hmm. A few games I think you could check out if you wanted to. I know Neverwinter is a bit like ESO. Yeah, I've played that. Got... That's on console, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I've played that. Yeah, that was okay. You've obviously got ESO. And then the other thing would be maybe to check out Final Fantasy XIV on P- PS5. <sighs> That's subscription, though, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, that's the thing that that's the thing that makes me not want to get it is the subscription thing. It is fourteen what that's about... on PS Five, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. What about? Do you, would you have the mindset of like, okay, I'm gonna play, I'm gonna pay for three months, and I'm gonna play this like mad, and then just yeah, see, I stop don't, paying. I, I, I can never really get it down to that that much of a time frame, right? When I play a game, I don't know how long I'm gonna be playing it for when I start sure. it, like. Like with uh, Nickelodeon, like I know I'm hoping to play this sparingly, I guess, over the next year or two. But I don't know how long I'll be playing it before I move on to the next thing. I technically do now. Uh, technically, I'm going to be playing it until the 12th, you know, until Back for Blood comes out. And then maybe, I don't know how long I'm going to be playing Back for Blood for. I'll play it for a day, I'll play it for a week, I'll play it for a month. But I could, I'd be playing that instead of Guardians, you know. It just depends on how good it is or whatever. So I, I don't think I can ever really truly know how long you're going to play a game for I mean you'd have to really like have a lot of willpower I guess to a degree right you'd have to really know that's sure. what you were going to do That's I, you wanted to play that game for years almost yeah you'd have to be so hardcore and knowing that you'd probably be playing it like you'd have to probably have already come from something like WoW or like sure. a Guild Wars or something you know? you'd have to be like a pretty hardcore PC player at that point Sure. I don't know. I don't know. The only thing that's making me want to play Final Fantasy XIV is the fact that it's um, Final Fantasy. Um, mm. But I think I feel like uh, I don't know. I almost I think the story's quite good, apparently, as well. I don't know if it's too late. Like it's been out for like what four or five years, maybe longer at this point. Oh, dude, longer than that, I think. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I feel like it's gonna go at any moment, but apparently it's got more players than it's ever had. So it seems know. to be getting a lot of players from dropping off from WoW. Currently. Yeah, no, that's definitely what it was. Asmongold was like the main person to do it and everyone followed his lead, so yeah. It's an interesting totally, space. Totally see you that. referred me to that MMO video, didn't you? They've become more of the same. I'm sure you did. Yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Alright, Jay. So uh, <laughs> would you like me to start with your stories or my stories? Uh you can start with yours if you want, yeah. Okay. So, first up from me, not as many news stories this week, by the way, so yeah. nobody... Be I alarmed. feel like last week was too many, so we'll try and keep it a bit more concise. Oh, fair enough. I mean, you do you, mate. You do you. Yeah, I think three each is like actually a pretty good number. So, so uh, a Korean website, which I cannot read at all, obviously, has listed a GTA it, yeah. Trilogy, the Definitive Edition. So mm. Grand Theft Auto Trilogy, Definitive Edition. We've actually seen a couple more of these accidental leak listings since I've looked at this story. Um, this comes from, well, no, it's already listed on Korea. So, yeah, uh, the main outlets report on it, obviously. Didn't, but wasn't this SMK, already like, like, didn't we already know about this as this was coming? Uh, I feel like Rockstar, Rockstar, like a couple of weeks ago, were like, "Yeah, we're bringing out remasters of Vice City and San Andreas." And so I don't know. I stuff. thought the leak was that they had put them in development for to bundle with the new GTA Five port. Okay. Then it became their its own thing. 
I'm not. I can't remember. Maybe it was a league. I just mixed it up with like official announcement. I don't know. <laughs> but it, it's 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 been leaked so much now. It's it's probably almost definitely coming out. Question is, is it coming out this year? But Jay, this is oh. one of those things that's coming at the perfect time for me mm. because I played a lot of San Andreas. Never played Vice City. Never played three. And frankly, those games are too old now. So if they do a bang up job here, I am very likely going to get this game and play through all of them. So I wouldn't mind playing through all of them, but they'd have to be very different now. Like I feel like San Andreas and Vice City really don't hold up for me anymore. I think three definitely. Four only just about holds up. Actually, the DLC for four was amazing. I should clarify: it's going to be San Andreas three and Vice City. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're yeah. just talking in general about four. Yeah, like for, to me, four oh, is sorry, the only one I'll actually go back and play. I think now. Yeah. Anything before that there. just doesn't really like. I mean, I've played them so. I've I played San Andreas so much that I yeah, it just I'm sort of broken when it comes to that. You know, yeah, it's can't too, do it's it too anymore. big of a game. But hopefully, the, I mean, I would I would much rather they make like re literally remade three Vice City and and. Uh, San Andreas, like how they look now, but I think that would take too much development at this point. Yeah, I'm interested to see if they change the train mission on San Andreas, but I think from what the rumors were, they've put them in Unreal Engine 5, hmm. which could be, or 4 even, which could be like, they. Could, it sounds like they could do minimal work for maximum effect. Okay. Like, even, even, I don't want, like, you know, I don't want 1080p on them. Like, I think it's going to be more than that. <laughs> Oh, you I think, think it's, it's gonna, gonna be 4K? Well, I I think they're gonna look a lot better. Like, like... I think <laughs> I don't think they could have bundled these and put them in a package, you know, as a high res polygon from PS2. I think it's gonna be pretty significant. Yeah, because in my head, I have a very bad image of how San Andreas looks now, yeah. just like smoothed over. Does that make sense? I don't. Th- I think it'll be more than that, personally. Yeah, I mean, I hope, I hope it is like fully like detailed and like at like basically how GTA Five looks, you know. Mm-hmm. I kind of hope it's like that, but with San Andreas. Maybe let's pull it down to GTA Four. All right, it, GTA Four is a weird game. Like it's very one tone. Oh, I just mean it's very you know, grey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Put it like this, Jay. If if it's the smoothed over what you're talking about, I ain't buying it. Yeah, I don't know. I I. It would have to really impress me for me to warrant getting it. Yeah. And I don't know if they'd have an online for it either. I think that'd be too. That'd be asking too much. Nah, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think nah. so. They'd probably but just include it with Rockstar's what they've already looking got. at. You know, redoing some old games. That's um. Well, I suppose they are porting GTA Five. <sighs> well, the fact that Rockstar only bring out a good good game every what like basically a decade at this point. Five years, yeah. Five plus years, yeah. Like it just takes forever. Yeah, it does. Like when, when did come, Red Dead came out? What twenty? Twenty eighteen. Yeah, so we're three years in front of that now. So what we've got two years until GTA six, or is it going to be a lot longer? Like three minimum. You got to think right because GTA GTA five came out what twenty twelve, twenty thirteen. Twenty thirteen. Yeah, so what's that's eight years now. Yeah. So I reckon on the ten year anniversary of it, they'll bring out six. There is an argument to say why make six when five's still selling so well. That is so true. Five is, it's making them so much money. It's unbelievable. 
I can't believe it's still people are still playing it. Honestly, I reckon I reckon they'll probably they probably already have like an alpha for six, and they're just waiting to go to beta till like when five runs out, basically. They're like, God, we thought this game was going to run out ages ago. (laughs) (laughs) They're just like, okay, rolling. Next up, Jay. Next up, GamesIndustry.biz reporting on some Phil Spencer quotes that might interest you. He had an interview with the Rap. And he's talking about console shortages possibly going until 2034. I'm joking. Excuse me? What did you say? I'm joking. I mean, I don't really care, and neither should you, because we've already had them, but for other people. We should feel for our fellow brethren and sistren who who haven't got one yet. Sure. Um, So, quote on the gamesindustry.biz article. When I think about it, what does it mean to get the parts necessary to build a console today and then get get it to mar- sorry, and then get it to the markets where the demand is? There are multiple kind of pinch points in that process. And I think regretfully it's going to be with us for months and months, definitely through the end of this calendar year and into the next calendar year. End quote. So this is disappointing news, Jay, but I just want to bring it up because it's sad really. Okay, what's sad about it? Well, it's sad that it's sad that people who want an Xbox can't get an Xbox. Yeah, it kind of that, almost you know, seems to me like 2020 was the wrong year to release them, or was it the right year? I'm not really sure. Wait, it sounds like they didn't have an option. You know, the other one was bolting out the stable; they had to bolt out the stable. Uh, I guess so. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah. a chicken, right? Who was gonna who was gonna go first? Uh, exactly. I guess. Yeah. I mean, either that or that, you know, 2020 was just like, and 2021 was like the release of what they could get out there, and then the rest of the time was just hopefully where they make the the next end of the money or whatever, I'm not really sure. I'm super interested, though, when supply catches up with demand, how quickly they're going to sell. Because they're going to be selling like millions of units in months instead of years, months, (laughs) you know? They're probably using that to their advantage, though. You know, they probably have calculated a lot of this stuff since... uh, Yeah since finding out everything that's happened so 100 percent. okay mm. last from me mate uh, yeah. reported by games radar didn't realize this but ea has gone back on their next gen upgrade plans for battlefield 2042 so originally the next gen upgrades would be included in the gold edition of the game costing 89.99 retail price which is absolutely horrendous by the way to include that in an edition of the game but now players will receive them for free on your PlayStation, your Xboxes. They haven't announced, however, how this will work for those who purchase the physical editions. Gentle, gentle advice for those purchasing physical. Don't buy physical. Yeah. But jokes aside, I thought this was really bad, Jay, because if you're going to charge for next gen, at least do what some of the PlayStation stuff is doing and do it at like five, ten quid. If you're going to do it. But what do you mean for the upgrade? In, to, for that, yeah, it for only cost that much. Yeah, sure. But but like to put it in this edition, which you probably don't want anything else in it for. The, I can almost I guarantee that there's probably people who only bought that edition just because it was the upgrade or whatever, right? Oh, and, and then now they've gone back on it. And now mean? they've gone back on it, yeah. And they're like, well, you know, do they do they cancel it and get the other one, or do they just you know stick with it and just depends on what else is in that edition, I guess. Maybe moral of the story is don't pre-order, you know. Yeah, I mean I've pre-ordered. Although I know Guardians, Jay does, but, but um, yes, yes. I feel like my I, general advice is to not pre-order. Yeah, I feel like it depends on the game. 
right? Because what I'm trying to think, like the Guardians thing, I didn't get any sort of special edition. I just got the main base one because the special edition you pay an extra ten pounds for an art book, the soundtrack, and like two extra skins that you're going to earn in the game anyway. So I was kind of like, yeah, not worth a tenner. So I feel like the pre-order for me is just going to be, I mean, fine, but um, I didn't really plan on wanting to buy the game any later than when it came out. So I thought, well, yeah, I might as well get it day one. I yeah, I I found it harder and harder to. to want to buy games day one but I think this is my, my exception so far we'll see what we'll see what else comes up because there is one game that comes out uh, middle of this month but I know I'm gonna play that later on so I'm gonna wait for it to wait for it to come down in price next up Jay a mm. gearbox update by way of Twitter Randy Pitchford is stepping down as the greatest magician of 2020 oh wait no sorry he's stepping down as gearbox Jesus publishing Christ. and gearbox software president yeah succeeded by Steve Jones the former CTO Randy will still be head of gearbox entertainment and gearbox studios if you want to see all of these the different uh, verticals you can go on Twitter he's got a picture on there and gearbox studios is what they're doing in terms of the TV and film space so take it Jay thoughts on this yeah so he's uh, randy's like concentrating more on the the film and the tv aspect of borderlands now yes right he's sort of going to be like the guy on set because i've already seen like interviews or like uh, videos of him on set on the movie sort of i guess i guess he's just like being the direct like you know like sort of directing things making sure everything looks how it should do i'm not i'm not really sure what his his uh, involvement is too much but I guess he's just like the head of Borderlands at this point, isn't he? Yeah, so, so he's leaving some other people to basically... He's leaving Steve to take care of the publishing side of things, which is other games, and the games of Borderlands and other IP, whatever they're... they're apparently, they're making quite a few games at the moment, one of them being Wonderlands. Um, yeah. And then I think he wants to focus more on the TV film side of things. He's not directing the Borderlands film, but I'm sure he's heavily involved in the yeah, creative he's, process. He's somewhat. on set all the time, so right, right. I just, I was actually just curious, you know, what you, how you think this is going to affect things. Is it going to stay the same, much the same, or is there going to be any sort of like difference on how things uh, come out now, or like you know, marketing or whatever it might be. My interest, Jay, was on the scale of Gearbox and their ambitions to go into other media and also to develop this many games at once. It really does feel like Borderlands 3 paid for a lot. Them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I know they like were they publishing exceeded stuff. the budget, you know. Yeah, and I know they were publishing stuff like Risk of Rain 2 that's really interesting. Good and game. I, I look forward to seeing more of that stuff. I am just interested to see what they do moving forward i think there will be different creative decisions on the game side i think we might see that in the games themselves but frankly i'm just you know i just want to play wonderlands with you and i'm just interested to see what games they come out with you know my stance on tv and film based on video games at least so that's that's my view mate okay yeah no i think i had a similar i had a zim, uh, similar view i'm just hoping that you know I'm guessing Randy will sort of come back for like showcases of stuff, right? Because I feel like he's sort of like been the face of Borderlands for a long time. For now. sure. So he'll sort for of sure. still be the one to be like Borderlands, <laughs> yeah, Wonderlands. I think you're right. You know, I don't think I we'll think see this new right. guy being like 
here it is. But I don't know. I like you say. I, I am also curious about um, what else Gearbox is doing. I kind of want to keep an eye on what Gearbox. Are, they're definitely like them and Two K are like. They've sort of become like uh, a logo. When I see it, I'm like, oh, this could be good. In the same way where I see Square Enix and go, oh, this could be good. You know, it's like a similar kind of feeling. You're like, oh, this could actually like be decent. So yeah, I'm I'm kind of glad about that. So we'll keep an eye on I that. Totally, and see what happens. I totally get the Square Enix thing, by the way. Mm, yeah, whenever I see it, man. Love it. Okay, happens. Jay. Yeah, um, yeah. Next one pointed out, as IGN said, by reason that the studio is currently working on a Ghostbusters game. Definitely good. But I've always had like a much like my obviously you know me and you have we have quite a big imagination when it comes to game design and game mechanics and how games should play or whatever. Like I have like a really awesome idea of what the Ghostbusters game should be in my head, but I still feel like it hasn't been done yet. Like they've gotten close with that one that came out years and years ago. I think it might have even been a 360 game. I can't remember now. Um, but yeah, I feel like they can definitely do a lot more with it. So I don't know if they're going to go off of the original Ghostbusters or if they're going to do something with a more recent... Because there's obviously that new one that's coming out with Paul Rudd soon. But I kind of hope they don't yeah. do that. I'm hoping they just stick with the original series and uh, make it, you know, true to the original. That's my hope. I definitely think it will be a... I think they're good about that because the, the Predator game was very, like, to the, to the original, right? So I'm kind of... And same with Friday the 13th. Like, it's all... It's all about the original series, so I feel like them doing Ghostbusters, it would have to be about the original stuff. Like doing a new modern thing would just be strange. It'll definitely be based on like the first two films heavily. They're really good at the fans. I guess it will be a multiplayer thing, right? Because if Hunting yeah, Ground, it'll be it'll be like here's four of you being Ghostbusters and one of you's the ghost. Probably. Oh my god, dude! You just oh man, I didn't even think about that till now. This could be like. Really good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this could be it could really be good. The best Ghostbusters game ever. I'm just really into multiplayer games right now. All I want is to just be able to play with other people, mm. which I never really like used to like too much. I always just, I mean, I I feel like I'm in a bit of a multiplayer mode at the minute. That's obviously going to go away fairly soon, end of August or end of October or whatever. But. For Back for Blood, it'll be a little bit multiplayer oriented. So. Yeah, definitely. I just want battle passes, man. Like they've they've totally got a hold of me. I just want I want a progression. That's all I want. I want to like level Are up. Are you still playing Destiny Two? No, I just oh, go on it every. Gone. All it's I gone. do is I go on it every Friday to collect my exotics, and then I come off again. Until my until my legendary shards run out, which will probably be in about three or four weeks' time. I mean, I collected a lot, so I mean, I, I might just go back on it just for like a couple of days to farm some legendary shards. But other than that, I don't know. We'll leave it for now. I got to level sixty on the battle pass. Like that's pretty good. That's pretty. Considering good. there's a hundred, like more than half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they're not easy levels. For no, it's like, I think it's like I don't know. Is it a hundred thousand XP per? So a six. I mean, six million XP as I got. Or is that sixty million? I don't know. I can't work it out right now. But yeah. Getting there. And last up, Jay, summarized wonderfully by IGN, Joe Scrabbles. Uh, I just realized I'm reading out the authors, but anyway. <laughs> Phil Spencer said that Xbox is, quote, oh no, that doesn't make sense. Apologies. I, that, that quote doesn't make sense. 
Okay. Um, basically, he's uh, they're working very hard to bring uh, bring new Japanese games to Xbox. Mm. Uh, quote, we're working with Japanese publishers every single day to increase our lineup of Japanese games on Xbox. We know it's really important to fans and customers on Xbox, end quote. So I think I talked about this on a previous podcast, maybe like somewhere between 10 and 20. Um, I think I spoke about how PlayStation and Xbox seem to be at a bit of a uh, a bit of a tussle when it comes to who's going to get the uh, the Japanese games. Like I think Xbox had gone to Japan and they were going to acquire some like Japanese game development type thing so they could get them exclusively for Xbox. I think a, a lot of Japanese um, developers were a bit sick with Sony's um, censorship, I guess you could say. Like they were a bit annoyed that they couldn't do certain things on Sony, yeah. whereas they probably could elsewhere. So I think, yeah, I'm hoping that because um, I think we've seen that a lot with Yakuza, right? That's Xbox. Yeah. Uh, Judgment. All of them are on Game Pass at the moment. Yeah, exactly. I feel like the Japanese are starting to uh, Japanese developers and and games are starting to creep into Xbox now because they haven't. They never really used to. I think the only, the only sort of Japanese games we got were very like. You know, single A, potentially a double A one here and there, but they like really sort of like low end JRPGs. Like they were very, very low end. So, yeah, I'm hoping that the uh, Xbox has gained a bit more popularity over there, and we'll because uh... a lot of the time we get Japanese, we don't actually get Japanese games straight away. It's usually like some sort of port, like a year later or something. You know, it takes a while for the uh, for the games to come over to the West, but it seems like they're going to be here a bit sooner rather than later and i'm looking forward to that so i think i, think I actually there's a lot called of it a little while ago but... about um in this regard so mm. i think 360 we actually got quite a few uh what would you call it um diamonds you know like not diamonds in the rough but hidden gems we hidden got a few gems, hidden gems there we go. jrpgs <laughs> yeah. we got we got blue dragon which i think you blue liked. dragon and then like eternal sonata Discovery, eternal sonata yeah That's i really the... enjoyed that Jay, that was the one I was confusing with you playing a Tales game. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There we go. Well done. Well there done. We, we go. got there. We got there. It only took a if week. If you don't want to talk about, listen to last week's show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, Plug. So Plug. I think there's a lot of things to be optimistic about, Jay, because over the past year or two, couple of years since the end of Xbox One, we've seen pretty positive signs for Final Fantasy. You know, oh, that's true. Most Final of Fantasy, them are on yeah. Game Pass. We've also got 15 at launch, which was good. Yeah, yeah. The main thing that I'm sad about is 7 Remake still not on Xbox. So that's my that concern. That doesn't... Um, I'm not too fussed about that. I get it. I understand why it's only on PlayStation. Like, it's Final Fantasy, you know, and it's Sony. You know, it kind of has to stay there. I think Square yeah. Enix have probably got something, some sort of contract there, potentially. Because yeah. Final yeah. Fantasy 7 is, is, you know... Is their golden goose? It's the game that's going to make them all their money, or most of their money. But I, I was under the impression it is a timed exclusive. No, I don't think so. Okay, well we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. I can keep that argument up until the day I die. Technically, yeah, I you mean, know what I mean. Sure, sure. I doubt but it, we'll but see. it's uh, yeah. I think it's a little bit late. Maybe I don't know. We'll see. But I agree, Jay. Like seeing, like, can you imagine, like, just a. <laughs> An amazing JRPG, you know, just come at launch to Xbox. I mean, technically, Tales Xbox. is Japanese, right? So Tales, Dragon Quest is on Game Pass. Uh, Dragon Quest, yeah. Project, oh god, 
Octopath Travelers on Game Pass. Is it Project Eve? Is that what you're thinking of? No, it's called Project Octopath Traveler, and I just called it Octopath Traveler. I think, yeah, there was that um, trailer for Project Eve like a week or two ago, right? That sort of new... Like, everyone was complaining about the the character being too... uh, Sexual? Sexual, I guess, yeah. But it's like, Japan, man. (laughs) Japan, man. Japan, man. Uh, Cool. All right, Jay, that was the news. The Mm. fake gaming news. Kind mm. of. Yeah, so I wanted to give a quick shout out to No Clip, which do video game documentaries. So this comes from Danny Boyle, not Danny Boyle. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wow, oh that was a Freudian. God. Wow. That was all. Wowie, 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 wow. Yeah, wow um, indeed. So they make. <laughs> what? They make. Oh, I don't know where that came I from. Just, I don't Correct. know if I've actually watched this. I've heard Ooh. of no clip, but I don't know if I've seen any of these. I'm going to have to look at this now. Danny O'Dwyer from GameSpot. So he did right. kind of some video game documentary stuff back in GameSpot. That might but be where I've heard it before, yeah. Yeah, so he separated from them years ago now, and it's an independent company. You can support them on Patreon. I want to give them a shout out because they do some really amazing documentaries and I'm going to shout out a couple now for the people at home. So this Hades documentary, they did this since they launched in early access and it's like six, seven parts. So seeing the full development of that over the year or so or year and a half has been really interesting, especially since they rec- they followed them before COVID. So uh-huh. even more interesting. So it's really high quality stuff. I think they even film in 4K now. Yeah, like the, it's a and, pandemic one there. Cool. Yeah, yeah. And uh, some of the Ooh, some of the world. documentaries oh, yeah. that really wow. drew me to them were they started off with Doom 2016, a game I like a lot. Mm. And then they also did Horizon Zero Dawn, one of my favorite games of the last 10 years. Okay. So there's loads of great stuff to check out, All interviews, full stuff. video game okay. documentaries. I guarantee Jay's going to check this out after uh, yeah, the, fall of te- <laughs> the fall of Telltale Games and what happened there a little. So, yeah, quick shout out. I would highly recommend watching some of their stuff slash checking out supporting them if you would like to, if you're interested in that sort of thing. The last thing, they did a Witcher 3 documentary series, Oh My Days. Oh my days. If you like Witcher <laughs> 3, you got to watch it. you got to watch it. But that's it from me wow. on the old interlude, Jay. That uh, looks so... pretty good. Oh, it's great, mate. It's fantastic. Okay. What I will say, lastly, actually, is don't watch it if you haven't played it, but there is a God of War documentary made by PlayStation, which is so good. I think I've watched it twice. Okay. So, Jay, my topic for this week is mm. a couple of games. Uh, they're not as long as last week, but they are still games. Okay. <laughs> so, first one is actually DLC. So, it's Gears 5 Hive Busters, which is oh. a campaign DLC for Gears 5. Came out of the blue. Really nice surprise. Only expecting multiplayer support for Gears 5, really. So, quite good that they added this. So, this is actually free if you've got Game Pass Ultimate. And the... Ultimate Edition of Gears 5 is also free if you have Game Pass Ultimate. So, really? I think this came out last December even. Maybe uh, It came out ages ago. But anyway, I couldn't play it because I didn't have an Xbox. So as soon as I got my Series X, this is one of the first things I, I played with Coops. So it's about two to three hours long. 
and I'll keep my thoughts on it short and sweet like the campaign itself because it really is just a fun few additional hours on top of the main Gears 5 campaign attempting to expand that multiplayer lore of the escape mode that is new to the Gears series featuring some of those characters in that mode and it follows the team it very much is like an escape like campaign where you have to blow up a nest basically you know like a couple of nests in the campaign i think there is a few missions in there it's not super short it's not like you know half an hour it's a good two to three hours and it has got collectibles and it has got upgrades for the characters in it but it is short and sweet you know it's 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 a it's a nice saturday night uh worthy of entertainment basically and it does fairly well at making the characters you know different in the gears universe some quippy marks and witty comments i couldn't tell you any of their names but like they do a fairly good job considering it's a gears game but most importantly you get more of that gears gameplay which is absolutely fantastic if you haven't played gears 5 already i would definitely recommend because although there are some chapters slash acts in that game which try different things but don't necessarily work as well as we might hope the game itself is definitely worth playing just for the the core gameplay and the graphic fidelity it's one of the best looking games on the market in my opinion so yeah it's got all the usual trimmings of gears 5 and definitely get it if you've got game pass and you should definitely have game pass so if you like Gears 5, <laughs> you will probably like Hive Busters. This podcast is basically a big advert for Game Pass at this point. How can it not be? Game Pass it's is just too good. A... It really is. It's like oh, blown so me good. away. So good. I'm still annoyed that games are getting taken off, though, to a degree. It is like, what it is. Yeah, I know. But it makes it room for other is. ones, so you've got to do something. Exactly. Uh, next up, Jay, is something I'm very excited about. It's mm. Astro's Playroom, which I played on PS5. Do you know what I know what the first so this... thing I did when I played my PS5 when I turned it on? What's that? Deleted that game. It's the first thing I did. I'm about to tell you why that is a really big mistake, Jay. You could literally... Okay. Honestly, I'd bet so much money on you're not going to convince me otherwise. Okay. It's in the public domain. Take the bets, people. Come on. Take the bets. (laughs) So this comes in bundled with every PS5, as Jay sort of mentioned. uh, Free game. Okay. Made by the people who played... uh, Sorry, played. Who made Astrobot Rescue Mission VR VR game. Arguably the most or one of the most highly critically acclaimed VR games. So despite what I originally thought about the next-gen lineups, both on Xbox and PlayStation... It turned out that we really kind of had one of the worst launch lineups in in history, mainly because of COVID, I I would argue, but maybe not. So we had plenty of backwards compatible games to play, including some which were optimized, but we really had any next-gen exclusives, which we kind of touched on last week, Jay, being that Valhalla ended up being, I think, both of our exclusive launch title. So Yeah, exclusive launch title-ish. Um that we enjoyed right yeah definitely the best just despite that this game shocked me with how much i liked it jay it's charming yeah innovative supposed to be that's the point it's frankly it's over the top i've got a new toy to play with and look at all i feel like i know why you enjoy it as most of you know i'm not a fan of nintendo 
Okay. Oh, but this is almost a Nintendo game. I would expect Nintendo ah. to make this game because this is very much a Wii Sports written all over it, but in the best way. Okay, Jay. Astro's Playroom is a very short game designed to show you the features of the DualSense controller and the haptic feedback and the adaptive triggers and the controller speaker and the lights and the schmabler and the clabber, right? In essence, it's a simple 3D platformer, okay? And you control a different character in each of the areas. So you play as like a monkey climbing up different things. I think there's like some ice skating and a bouncing thing. But each of the different levels... Okay, this is where it gets really cool. Okay. Each of the different levels explores the inside of PlayStation's history, literally. So in each one, you are playing a different PlayStation generation. So one of them is PS1, and you're playing through the insides of a PlayStation 1. And along the way, you will see cameos of different characters from PlayStation 1 and, and other, from Probably PlayStation's like history. Tomb Raider and cloud and lots and lots both of those yes yeah you will see loads of different characters you will see different memorabilia of accessories for each playstation console so the eye toy you'll find the eye toy i remember playing with that a lot dude you'll find the ps4 pro you'll find the vr unit you'll find like this memory card thing that i've never seen in my entire life for the ps1 which is absurd it's so amazing. It's okay. so amazing. Okay. Like you are literally playing on the inside of a PS2. And then when you hear the noise of the launch PS2, and you literally like that startup screen, like it's in the game. It's in my soul I, is where it is. <laughs> it's like ingrained. I hear it all the time. It's like as soon as I think of it, I'm like, yep, I get right back to it. Dude. Nostalgia literally. overload, yeah. I'm not going to tell you to play it, Jay, because I know my powers. I'm not reinstalling you are limited. that. You couldn't. You okay. couldn't pay me to do it. But if you are lucky enough to get a PS5, people out there in the universe, play this as your initiation. I promise you, if you have any PlayStation history, you will not regret playing through this game. I guarantee it. I'll platinum the game. I'll platinum the game. Is it easy to do? Say. Fairly easy platinum. Fairly easy platinum. How long did it take? Like a day, two? Mm, no, I played it over quite a few different sessions. Well, yeah, at your speed, it'd probably take you about a month. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> no, I'd say a right. few days, few days. I thought you were going to compare it to something like Spyro or Crash Bandicoot. That's kind of what I had in my head. It definitely head. has those vibes. It's yeah, no it's way near as big like, as them. Or part of no the way near. No, of course It's not. like... No, but it's definitely in that vein. One of the other things I did too was turn off the uh, I turned off the vibration on my controller. I made the light super dim. I turned off the uh, speaker for the controller, and I also turned off the haptic feedback as well. Jay, don't don't turn off the haptic feedback. I turned it all off. No, Jay, seriously, you seriously don't don't turn off the haptic feedback. I done it. Jay, I'm. I've Someone had the PS5 for a couple me. of weeks. I still don't know what it feels like to have the, the feedback. Oh my god! I might, I might turn it on just to see why what it's even, like on go. Why Ghost, have you even got one? Because there's certain games. Who cares about haptic feedback? I don't care. I about can't it. tell you how angry other PlayStation Five owners <laughs> who listen to this podcast are going to be right now. Yeah, I okay. know. I kind for of me, get my was, uh... I get the lights. Oh, my lights are on dim. I get the controller speaker, but you cannot. 
You cannot turn off haptic feedback, Jay. I might put it on for ghosts when I actually play it properly. If you don't, there's no point in buying the PS5 version. What do you mean? Well, everything else is the same. Yeah, except you can't play. It's not as good. Yeah, sure. Like, you know, it's running smooth 60, 4K. But my point is, haptic feedback is one of the, you know, one of the, the, the selling points for the PS5 version. I know. Version. I'll try it eventually. Oh, God. I can't believe I just this. feel like it's someone a little help. bit of a hindrance. Someone help. Now, for me, Please. it was more of a controller battery life thing. Ah, uh, but so yeah. Fair warning. Fair warning. I think I already told you this, Jay. But when the PS5 says charge of controller, don't yeah, charge it. Yeah, I know. I know. Don't I I do the same thing with my Xbox. If it says low battery, I just wait until it dies. <laughs> then I plug it back in. Respectfully, Jay. If anyone listening respectfully has a PS5, please email feedback. or contact us on social media and just. Just, just, just give a friendly nudge to Jay here. No, I will. I'm not saying I'm, I'm not doing it because I don't like the idea of it. I'm doing it because I want to preserve my controller battery life, and I don't need to use it at the minute. Okay, understood. I'll do it when I actually, if I actually play a game properly. Like the only game I've really played on PS5 so far is Death Stranding. How is it? Do you wanna? I'll come back to it. Okay, all right. Good. I'll all leave right. it for a topic or something. Understood. Understood. All right, Jay. That's it from me. Thank you. Uh, next up, we've got a bit of a debate. Are you mm. are you ready? Are you prepared? Uh, to a degree, yeah. Please transition. Mm-hmm. Are you in? Mm-hmm. Okay. I need right. to get up my notes. Right, guys. So next up, we have a new. I don't know what you call it, Jay. Debate. Topic. Segment? I guess segment. Go segment. We're gonna debate things. We're gonna argue. And we're gonna argue in front of everybody else. To the chagrin of me. Oh bless. You'll you'll be fine, mate. You'll be fine. Let's I love that word. No, I just wanted to use that word. That was an excuse oh, okay. to use that word. I think that was the right context. I'm not even sure. I don't even care. It's just a good word. I think it was. Chagrin. I think it was. So Jake, this week's debate: Are video games the best form of entertainment? Yeah. Jay is yes for the notion of yes, I should say. I am arguing for the notion of no. Jay, who would you like to go first? You can go first. Okay. So, my first point, mm. why video games aren't the best form of entertainment. Objection. Very... <laughs> Continue. Felix right. Felix right in the yeah. flesh. Yeah. No, because they're inaccessible. Okay, so for a few reasons, That's a good they take thing. a long time to play all the way to the end. It's an expensive hobby compared to a TV, a Netflix, a Prime Video, even a even a movie, even going to the cinema, very expensive, and they're extremely hard to get good at. You try playing COD for the first time and never having played a video game. Have fun with that. That's my first point, mate. That was more than one point. That was like two or three points. You might uh, want to. You might. We might want to break it down, right? So your first point was the fact that it's um, too they expensive. They take a long time to play. They take a long time to play all the way. Okay, to the end. we'll go with long time to play. So, I guess if you are 
we'll, we'll, we'll sort of blend them together. But if you're paying that much money for a story and you also want the experience of being able to play out that story yourself with your own movement, then you're going to want it to last a bit longer now. I think point. my general rule of thumb is one pound per hour of game played. So if a game costs you £30, you should get at least 30 hours of gameplay out of it. And if you get any more, then a bonus. Whereas uh, a movie might cost you anywhere from 5 to 15 depending on if you're going to the cinema or just buying it outright. But it only tends to last about, 100, well, about an hour and a half to three hours, depending on, obviously, the length of the movie. But I guess you could argue that there is a replayability in both. Right? Because you could obviously watch the movie over and over again. But you're going to get the same outcome. Versus with a game, there's always the potential, or not always, but at least sometimes the, the, the potential of there being a different outcome in so many different ways. Like there could be a different outcome in the first 10 minutes, half an hour, an hour, 60 hours. Like there could be a whole different experience each time. So I think that's probably worth the money depending on if you're willing to pay for it. Good point. Fair point. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing Ching, I would say if counter to that was would be agreed. Agreed. Well, I'm not. I shouldn't really be agreeing with you. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm probably going to agree with you on so much stuff too. Annoying. I guess the only thing I would say was is that if you if you got like a Witcher three, mm. I think you would, and you were like a full on adult with two. Kids, I guess it's a good comparison actually, because you can compare that to the TV show, can't you? Sure, sure. You can watch the TV show maybe over a couple of weeks, you know, an episode a night yeah, here and there, night, and, yeah. and then have a great time. Oh, if you buy the game, you ain't finishing that for a year. Yeah, very true. But at least you're going to get, it's almost like, I don't want to like say that, okay. Uh, you're sort of like sustaining the pleasure, I guess, right? Sure. You're sort of like keeping yourself at a steady hum versus all at once. Okay. Yeah, we'll fair enough. It just depends fair on enough. what you prefer. Do you want to, you know, uh, have it all happen at once, or you know, slightly slowly, or just a lot Why slower? Why is it so sexual? James? I don't know. It's, it's just. just... <laughs> okay, and the Not last I mean, point though. on this point was they're extremely hard to get good at online. Okay. Not in not accessible for people who haven't played a video game before. Let's let's say my partner, for instance. She would not have fun trying to get into a multiplayer game of some sort. Okay. Too hard. So too, too good. My rebuttal would be not everyone plays games to be good at them. There's definitely some games you can play that you don't need to be good at to still have fun. I think fighting games is definitely a good um, example here. There is a section of the fighting game community that just like to press buttons with against their friends. I don't necessarily want to go to that next level of oh I need to actually like learn how to play the game properly so I can beat my friend who may or may not be doing the same thing. If they are then yeah it's worth going to that next section but a lot of people just want to press buttons and see the cool moves that happen and I think it's similar with something like COD. They just want to be able to shoot the gun and get this, the feeling of you know the sound and the, the feedback as it were of all that kind of stuff. So yeah I don't think necessarily it's about being uh, paying that much money or wanting to spend that much time playing a game just to get good at it, but more just so that you get the feeling while you're there. 
but yes, I understand what you mean. There is definitely a, a you know, it's, it's either way, just depending on who you are and what you're looking for at the time. Very good. So I see, I, like I see both sides. Lot, I see both sides. I like those rebuttals a lot. So Jay, have you got a first point or points? Let's see if there's anything we haven't touched yet. Um, well, you're four. You're four. So. I know. I'm trying to think of like because a lot. I of suppose my... to be fair, any again argument your way is kind of four or games as well, isn't it? So I get that. Okay, we'll just we'll do this. Um, I have a quote here. Okay. Uh, gaming is now the world's favorite form of entertainment, as the gaming industry generated more revenue last year than TV, movies, and music did. While other forms of entertainment are experiencing declines, TV revenue fell by eight percent last year. The gaming sector's sales are, are increasing at an annual rate of 10.7%. So if we want to go by popularity of why gaming is the best form of entertainment, it, it's kind of somewhat proven in sales and, like I say, popularity. TV seems to be on a decline, but I think that's obviously a slightly... maybe because of streaming services, but I guess you could include Game Pass as somewhat of a streaming service yeah. Uh, in the fact that it is, you know, a basically Netflix but for games, and I guess you could say Stadia too, but I'm not sure how much how popular that'd be compared to something like Game Pass. So yeah, I think if we're just going on a numbers basis, um, it is technically the most uh, popular form of entertainment currently. My rebuttal would be that just because it's popular. Yeah. Doesn't mean <laughs> it's any good. It's, uh, it's any good. Yeah, exactly. I knew that was coming. I was ready for that. You know, but I will give some examples, Jay. Sure. Um, so, usual straw men that I like to hack up for people in social occasions is, you know, the most popular films aren't typically the best. So, you know, you go to your yeah. Transformers, you go to your. But, but a great argument against that is Avengers. Because Endgame is an amazing film, mm. and it is, in my opinion, well, extremely popular. Yeah, like the most popular film. Uh, yeah, know, in, in a while, thirty years. Yeah, you know. yeah. So, in that respect, it it can be true, but I wouldn't say that obviously something's good just because it's popular. Agreed, but, but disagree at the same time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. So the other point I had, Jay. Yeah. Kind of is on the accessibility line again. It, they take ages to download unless you have really good Wi-Fi. Sure. And what I mean by that is that, yes, you've got your things like Stadia, which are a bit more instant, and PS Now, which run awfully, but are instant. But the thing about it is, again, compared to TV and or films, any sort of subscription service, you're going to start watching it instantly, and there won't be hiccups. Well, I mean, I feel like if you say that the Wi-Fi is bad from downloading, then shouldn't it be bad from streaming too? So there's a difference between like bad Wi-Fi trying to download a 50 gig game or a 100 gig game sure. compared to like trying to watch a film, in my yeah. opinion. Okay, okay, understood, understood. Yeah, no, I can definitely see your point. I mean, it just depends on how much you're willing to wait for the good experience, isn't it? That's true. You have to be pretty impatient to, <laughs> to not play, not play I mean, games at all. You know, you can you can download something ahead of time. You can leave it on during the day. There's always the the you know low power rest mode to download it sort of in the background while you're at work so if you start it in the morning by the time you get home it should be done depending on obviously how slow your buddy internet is but if you if you got if you've got any level of gaming uh, 
equipment, you should at least have good Wi-Fi. I think that's somewhat mandatory. That's true. That is that is true. Fair fair point. But yeah, I see I see what you mean by accessibility. People might not be able to afford good Wi-Fi. So if they can't afford good Wi-Fi, they probably couldn't afford good gaming accessories either. So I don't know. Hard to say on that I one. I think you done me over there. Well, no, maybe, I think maybe, maybe, maybe. Right, Jay, what's your next point? Let's have a look. See what I got. <clears throat> if you've got one. Got. Yeah, I might have one. Um, I've got one more. Kind of already touched on that. Some nice muscles. These are flexing some nice muscles. Um, I guess I could touch up again on just like the longevity and the replayability. I think that yeah. was like one of my main ones was just that games again you can play them over and over again also depending on what kind of game they are and it's gonna I guess it's just more of a like whether you're willing to spend that amount of time right Cause to, like there are a lot of games that are quite like like you say the sort of like one day or two day kind of games and then you've also got those sort of like roguelike games where it's the same game and when you die you start all over again but those kind of games you can just jump in and out of same with multiplayer games right so the, there's definitely like the longevity and the replayability of something that's quite fast paced versus something that's not something that's like a really drawn out like a witcher 3 or like a mass effect like it might be you might have a bit more accessibility when it comes to maybe a bit faster of a pace of the game rebuttal <laughs> the only the main thing that's coming to mind is that mm. yes you can replay them um and i'll, I'll stay away from roguelikes so i'm thinking more of like a mass effect or an rpg where you can make different decisions the only thing i would say is it's not a completely different experience right sure. it's not a brand new game it's like different slightly yeah um, perhaps, well, perhaps majorly, depending on how much the game, the choices. Yeah, I was going to say there could be like multiple endings. Yeah, there could be like a good and bad karma system, and different things might happen depending on your answers and stuff like that. So I think that's kind of what that was more my argument for the maybe the single player like Witcher type Mass Effect games, and then the roguelites and the multiplayer games would sort of speak for themselves. Sounds good to me. Yeah, yeah. Sounds good to me. Last point from me, Jay. Mm. You could argue that games are more addictive and too addictive, ah. at least more addictive <laughs> than other mediums, okay? Funny, yeah. So you could waste a lot of time on games compared time, to other addictions, okay. in my opinion, right? So I don't think I've met anyone or know of anyone with a movie, film, or TV addiction. Well, I know a few TV addicts, actually. But um, <laughs> the thing about it is is that any medium is infinite, really. Like, you could just watch films and TV yeah, forever. as long you as you need to or forever. wanted to, yeah. But the main difference is, again, is that the average length of a TV show or a film compared to a, a AAA video game, video games are longer than everything else. Um, especially Very if they've true. got multiplayer, they're again infinite. Technically really. infinite until the servers die. Yeah. <laughs> right. And which could be years. Uh, again, with RPGs with different choices. So my point here is that you could spend a lot of time. Th so that's that's kind of point one on this point. Point two. So we're <clears throat> point one A argument B, B. 
you could spend a lot of time playing a game that ends up being rubbish. Mm. So you could start. So okay, this Nickelodeon Brawl game, for instance, <laughs> a very good example. You, sorry to be. No, nope, that's exactly example. what I'm thinking. Yeah, exactly but what yeah, I was like thinking. Jay's made a risk. He's invested in Big the game. Risk. It might not pan out. They might cancel the DLCs. The community might go away after Jay's had his fill yeah, of the game. Could only be a week long. We it know. could break. I know it's not going to happen. Well, okay, touch wood. It's unlikely to happen, but it could break. Um, it, could, it could, you know, they could introduce problems through updates. Um, they could become less popular, a bit like WoW is now. So all of these things, Jay, yeah. is my final argument. Okay. So you said that it's addictive about about it being addictive. Yeah. So I think for one, they're more addictive than other mediums anyway wasting time yeah i definitely think there's um something in there but i guess if you're willing to spend that much time on something even if it was a bad game at least you're having fun and you're enjoying yourself unless of course you aren't and by that point you should have not stopped playing it right that's just depends on how much willpower you have so i think Anything that you, any sort of media that you put a lot of time and effort into, regardless of how good the game is, as long as you're enjoying yourself and having fun, it shouldn't really matter at the end of the day. Because, I mean, unless it's like uh, getting in the way of life, you know, you need to be able to still get on with what you need to get Function. on with. Yeah. yeah. I think as long as it's not getting in the way of that, yeah, then have at it. Well, you've got three levels in my <laughs> Jesus, here we go. IMO, okay. Oh, you've got, God. You, actually four, really. You've oh, got your no. candy crushes, okay. Oh, no. Your phone addicts. Like okay. your, your Facebook users, you mean? Correct. Jesus. You've then got your casual gamers playing FIFA and COD every year. Okay. You've then got me and you. Oh, who wow. You play games most days of the week. If okay, and then the last one should just be... Pro players, yeah. <laughs> All right, five levels. You uh, then got well. Actually, I actually think pro players go in this. You've got people who play, who play games every day. All yeah, day. and who are usually either good at them because they play it a lot, or good at them just because they're naturally good at it. Sure. Yeah. So that includes pro players, but that includes also includes players. people who play WoW for eight hours a day who might or even work have been well. playing it for the last twenty years. Yeah. Whatever exactly it might right. be. Exactly right. <laughs> yeah, dedicated fans. Yeah. Exactly right. And to be honest with you, Jay, I can't remember where I was going with that point. No, so we're gonna me neither. Move. That's all good. Are you, would you, any more points you'd like to make? No, I think we're good. Awesome. I enjoyed awesome. that. That was a good That was a Good. good. I'm glad. Well, I'm going to let everybody else make up their minds who they thought made some more compelling arguments there. So you can reach out. You can comment on social media. Do whatever you want. If you're not going to do any of those... Me and Jay would really appreciate you reviewing the show on some for- sort of platform which we're on. That would be thoroughly appreciated. Your task for this week. Five star tick review. Tick it once you're done. <laughs> Five star. Tick it when you're done because it feels good to tick. Yeah. All right, Jay, we're coming towards the end of the show now. So mm. I've got a couple of games for you. Okay. Okay. First up's a classic. Guess who's review? Oh yeah, sweet. I forgot about this because I did last week, didn't I? Yeah, I need to make Correct. sure I prepare for the next week. Jay, please transition us to the main logo. Mm-hmm. Way ahead of you. Oh, okay. All right, cool. So, Jay, are you ready for this week? Yeah. 
Actually, if I if Jay, I, you know I need to I need to update. You know yeah, I think it's twenty three twenty two to you. Or no? Actually, I, I think it's it, twenty one. I think it's yeah, I think it's equal because it, it was twenty two twenty one to me. So I think we're actually still at work now. We're equal. I got two points last week. Oh, that's true. So twenty three twenty twenty two twenty two. Yeah. You okay, did get Congrats. Disclaimer, yeah. I might have already done this game, but I can't remember. I am listing them See, this now. is this is what I was worried about, because every Guess Who's review I've done, I've kept a record of. So I know I'm what I have and haven't now. done. You, yeah, you should have started now. doing that a long time ago, okay? Let's go. Great one. Jesus, yeah. A somber violin plays as you walk, cut out, streets. With each pull of the bow across strings, tugging at your conscience and stirring the heart, Asking you to question whether you're doing the right thing. Screw you, dude. Can I just say this is going to throw you off because there's no way you're getting out of this. I really hope you've just gone with the thing that you know I think I sh it should be. Can you write? I need to hear it again. This is a great quote. A somber violin plays as you walk, cut out streets. With each of the sorry, with each pull of the bow across strings, tugging at your conscience and stirring the heart, asking you to question whether you're doing the right thing. So when you say cut out streets, is, are you cutting out a word? I'm cutting there? out the word. The word of the game. I should say I'll say blank from now on. Blank. Yeah, blank. No, it's just yeah. a word that would give away the game. I I definitely don't have a good enough. Uh, guess, but I'm gonna say this just because I don't know if you've already done it or not. I think okay. So my first guess is vampire. Okay. Is that correct or no? That is not correct. Damn it. Good I really, guess. I was, am I close? <laughs> no, but good guess. Damn good you. guess. I was thinking um, like uh, just like atmospheric street. That's all I was kind yeah. of like thinking of. It's not a million miles away. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, poor host, Jay. Poor host. I forgot to actually introduce the game. So guess who's review. Me and Jay pick a random game review at random. A random game review at random, 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 And we basically pick three quotes from it. If you guess the first quote, you get three points. If you guess the second quote, you get two, two points. points. If you guess the last quote, you get one point. And if you don't get it, you don't get it. So that's Belch. it. All right, so it's a random video game review. Quote number two. Jesus. This isn't a game that panders to fans, as newcomers can also enjoy the majesty of blank and learn to love characters for the first time, all while playing a mechanically dense and rewarding roleplay game. This is definitely a hard mode one. You're not. You, oh, you're giving you me think? nothing. I'm. I'm getting nothing. All I've got so far is atmospheric streets and a game with mechanics. That's all I got. Nah, 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 nah. You got to read more into that. There's definitely more. Read it again. Here. This isn't a game that panders to fans, as newcomers can also enjoy the majesty of blank and learn to love characters for the first time, all while playing a mechanically dense and rewarding ah. role-playing game. If this There's is what I think clues. it is, I'm going to be so pissed. I'm going to be so pissed if this is what I think it is. Okay. Is it AC Syndicate? No. See now I don't have a clue. Now I have no. Now I have no clue. Now, now we're in, now we're now we're in no man's land. Okay. Now I have no no idea. Now I'm pissed. Now I'm pissed. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I'm pissed. Three. If you read into that quote, that is a lot of clues. 
but okay. Uh, I disagree. So. Anyway. Disagree. <laughs> disagree. Object. Okay, quote number three. Regardless of your history with the original game, blank is an astounding achievement. The wait for its release was a long one, but in gameplay, story, characters, and music, it delivers. <sighs> the wait was worth it. I'm definitely not going to get this. So it's a game that... Right, okay. I'm going to tap in here. Oh, right. hang on, hang on. Okay. Oh, you... You... <sighs> right, this is going to be my guess. This is literally going to be my guess. Is it Final Fantasy VII Remake? It is Final Jesus Fantasy VII Remake! Christ on a stick. Oh my god. Well, I got one point. We're even, so God's sake. I really didn't think I was going to get that. I'll give you that. The first quote was really hard. Really, really, really hard. That was hard mode. That was 100% hard mode. Dude! Fans, newcomers, rewarding role-playing games. Yeah, I guess. Learn to love characters. Yeah. Yeah, I should have okay, got that. Right. But yeah, I understand. I understand. I I'm think, glad I got it because I, I really did think I was going to get that. I think it's the first quote threw you off. I, think, I can't remember what the fair. first quote was. Atmospheric Short streets. term. You can start calling me Dory. My short term memory is awful. <laughs> no, 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 dude. You, you done cool. You done cool. Jay, I got a new game for you. You should be excited oh, about no. this. You go. should be excited about this. Okay. So we love video games. So we play a lot of games, right? This is a new game called Pixel Art. Oh, it's a game. I thought you were just going to... Okay. So I have introduced some help from the other Mr. Burton. Oh, God. And he has helped me pixelate some cover art. Oh, wow. Some games. This is like, guess that um, Pokemon, but with pixel instead of just a silhouette. Right. Right. We innovate on this show, Jay. We innovate. Innovation. So I've got three for you. Now, this is a trial. I'm glad it doesn't say what it is at the top. What can you see, Jay? I can see where it says Pixel Game 1 Hard.jpg. Very good. So and I can see all the way down to like a... Oh, I already know what this game is. Keep going. Oh, I know no. what it is. I know what it is. I know right, what it is. So this is a trial. Is. I know what so it is. So we did... I know what we it is. did... <laughs> all right. Let's we go. did... Them. And and L did this is good. This is like, good. You know though. This is I good. I think they might. I think they might be too hard. Nah. Um, nah and nah, there nah. is a tactic for to a how second. You can it see took them. me like a good second, but I got there. I got there. There is a tactic to how you can see them, but Ooh. this one is very. They're all color based, really. I like so that. I like this, this one a lot. The, this is genius. This one is the easiest of of them. I would. I would. Even argue. though it says hard at the top. All right, Nick. Copium right now. This is the hard version. There is an easier pixelated version, but we're just seeing it out. So, Jay, number one, yep. what is it? This is Modern Warfare 2. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Is oh, no, the first one. one. No, I guess it's the first one, right? Because they remastered okay. it, so the first one. Modern Warfare that 2 would have been an Call orange background. Yeah. I've just realised I haven't got the pics. Well, this is a, good, it's a trial, isn't it? Because I haven't got the pics, pictures of the actual box art. So it I'll would do be that good to get time. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it would. Yes, it would. Well done. Yeah, that I did get mixed up one. a little bit, but yes, it is the first one because, oh yeah. I just remember it as the one they remastered recently. This one is harder. I'm trying to squint. For all you audio listeners, you should probably watch the video. <laughs> <laughs> right, so mm -hmm. here's what I'm going to tell you what I'm seeing right now. Okay. I'm seeing a sky at the top with like a moonlit 
sort of sky. Okay. I'm seeing the sea, and then I'm seeing a beach. <laughs> and then there's some sort of figure in the middle, and then there's some sort okay. of dirt in front of the beach. That's all I can see. Okay. I, I actually don't know if I'm going to get this one. This one's okay. a lot harder. Okay. Do you yeah, know what? I, don't, gonna, I genuinely gonna... don't know if I'm going to get this one. Hang on. If I had to guess... I have a backup. I have a backup. You don't have to guess. I have got a backup. This is going to sound really odd, but I th some... No, I can't be that. I No, I don't even have a guess. I genuinely couldn't even like say, okay. oh, it could be this. I have Bear no with me two seconds, Jay. I'm going to sort out this stream before we move on. Um, because this is not working out. Right. Okay. I think this is this should be better. Oh, get rid of them. Ah, doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I have no clue what that is. Jesus, I reckon if I if I stare at this for a couple of days, I'd probably get it. <laughs> so can you just see? I like think if my... you gave me a hint, maybe. Can you just see like my screen? Yeah, I can see your screen. Okay, all right. I can't see you. Ah, oh, okay. A hint. Just give me like one hit. Alright. It's a horror game. Oh. Oh. Oh, I know what it is. I can see it now. <laughs> oh. Resident, Resident Evil 2. Resident Evil 2. Uh, I can't remember what the subtitle is. Oh, I'm just saying, is it, is it the remake? I guess, yeah, because you've got yes! Jill, you've got Leon on the left, and you've got, I think, Jill on the right. Very, very no, Claire, good. It's Claire, it's Claire and Leon. So I can, I can good, see the yeah. red. I am thoroughly impressed. Thoroughly yeah. impressed. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay. Number it's weird that the yeah. second you say it, I'm like, yeah. Like the second you said horror, I was like, oh, I know it is. <laughs> Oh, dude. I'm glad okay. I got the hint because that's that was I'll, actually I'll handy. I'll balance my clues, but I thought it was a fair clue to be fair. No, that was actually fair really good. That could have. Like, first, I thought Evil Within, but then I thought it's not a white background, so it can't be. True, true. All right, number three, Jay. What? What are you seeing for the audio listeners? Okay, Jay? so what I'm seeing. This is what. Okay, I'm almost seeing like uh, a knight in armor on the right. <laughs> but he's standing. He's standing yeah. in like a gallery. And he's got like a shield that's like square that he's holding in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what I'm seeing. This is about, I don't know. I want you to hint on this one. I need at I'm least a genre. Hit. I need at least a genre. I'm I think without hit. it, it's hard. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you the easier pixel. Because oh really? Yeah, I am. I am because. Oh, oh I see. So there's like a, there's like the more pixelated it is, the harder it is. There's like levels to it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I have a feeling you're gonna get it straight away. Damn if I show it. You. I was, Do you know oh. what? Actually, I know you're gonna get it straight away because you've already gotten the other two, which I thought were hard. So <laughs> okay. I'll give you a clue. This yeah, is just give be me. A really let me get it. Let me get clue. it from the hard one, and then show me the easy one. Here we go. Let's try. Okay. Wait, wait. So stay on this. Now one. I can't see. Well, you can't see the. Hang on. There we go. Right. Okay. Yeah. Give me. Give me the genre or the hint or something. Oh wow. This. The, I have to be very careful here. Just give me the genre first, then give me another hint, and then see what we can do. See how how see how far it takes me to get there. Do you not know the genre? 
Yeah, I know, I know, genre. I know a lot of things about this game, Jay. I'm just trying to pick the right hint that's not going to give it away. Because most hints is going to give it away. JRPG. Uh... Alright. I'll First give you the genre. shooter. Like, what is it? Action adventure. Uh, I don't know if that makes it easier. Um, okay, if I had to take a stab. Yeah. I'd probably say Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> but I don't okay. I I don't think that's correct. Just because I'm, I'm seeing a lot of grey. It's just because I know what it is, that's all. I know, it's annoying as hell. Right. I will show you the easier pixel. Please do. Okay. Are you telling me that the one I had was easier? No 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 no, this is the easy one. Oh god. So tell people what you think it looks like now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, much the same, except the character on the right looks almost like Mandalorian. <laughs> I see it, the Bubba Fett. Yeah, the it kind of looks like a Bubba Fett right. look. Okay, I'll give you a clue, Jay. I know, I'm like Focus really close. Focus on the, the, the white in the middle. Oh, God damn it. Focus no. on the white in the middle. I want to say the character on the right almost has like a like a bandolier. Is that what you call it? Sure. Like a set, sure. like a like a belt, but with like bullets in it, maybe. I want you to get this because we've gone so far in now. I know. I don't, I honestly don't think I'm gonna forget get. Forget the I need outer more images. Forget the outer images. What you want to be looking for is what does the top middle thing look like? Like a head. Right. Okay. Now look at the white right. Uh, oh god, I've just given it away. The white space in the middle. I didn't hear what you said. I heard you say white writing. The white space in the middle. Oh, uh, oh. Uh. Uh. I so want you to get this. Is it? Oh, oh, I have it. Oh, he's got it. <laughs> Is it like a? Is it GTA Five? It's GTA Four. Four. Okay. So I know it's one of the GTA's. That's head I can see it. Oh, oh, you now I see you, it. He's got it. He's got it. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. He's got it. Yeah. Let, do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know that what? was good. Um, I can see it now. Yeah, it's Jesus GTA Four, mate. Christ. Yeah. That so was that's, difficult. That, the heads in the top middle, and then you've got all the other little pictures yeah, around the outside. It, I yeah, I should have got, got that. Yeah, I should have got that. Very good. But I didn't. I didn't realise it was writing. That. I didn't think. I. I didn't. I, I was just like convinced it was some sort of object. I didn't think it was writing. That's probably why. I. I was. Whenever I think that's of a box art, I very rarely think of writing as well. So. I think you enjoyed that a bit. Well, that was bit. annoyingly good. I'm very impressed. I'm yeah. I'm always impressed by everything. So. Cool, cool. All right, Jay. We got to the end of the show, basically. Good, good. Um, I thought it was a good, fairly, fairly good podcast. Uh-huh. A quick announcement from us. Next week's, we've decided that we aren't going to do a full-on TGO show and specials at the same time because yeah, it's going to be either or. It's going to be either or. Yeah. So next week will be the highly anticipated Assassin's Creed Valhalla special. Sweet. Which me and Jay are very excited about. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm actually more curious just to know more of your opinions on stuff, honestly, and vice versa, oh. I guess, for you. I just kind of no, want to, yeah, like, I was say, I wanna... like, a tennis match, this thing, and just bounce it back, you know? We have discussed it, but I'm not sure we actually have, like, been, like, you know... Probably not to the extent of what we did with, like, Odyssey 1, you know? Yeah, yeah. 100%. Jay, you had a quote to finish out the show with. Would you like to read it, or would you like me to read it? Yeah, you can read it. I can't. I can't bring it up. So. Okay. I'm actually yeah curious so, to see how you say it. So. Okay. So this is from Ozob or Uzub. Oh, Ozob. Yeah. Ozob. Hey, you get used to it. I just gotta be careful not to pull the pin when I pick my names. Yeah. So this is this is in reference to there's a character in in Cyberpunk. It doesn't give him too much away because he, you know, it's just like a random character that you come across. But he's, uh, I think he was actually based off of a Brazilian person in real life. I think he might have been voiced by him or something. I don't know. It's like a, like a clown from Brazil or something. And he has this. He has a grenade, like a very bright red grenade nose that oh. got like. I don't know. I can't, he he tells a story in the game, but I can't remember how. But he basically had his nose, I think, blown off by something, and then he, he I think his brother like replaced it with a grenade while he was like asleep or something. And oh, it's, wow. But the thing is, it's, it's a live grenade, so he's got a live grenade in his face. Well, that's what he says. It could he could be joking about it, you know, about the pull on the pin. But he sure. makes he makes a joke of whenever he picks his nose, he's got to be careful not to pull the pin so his face, you know, his head doesn't explode. <laughs> I just thought that was really ridiculous and funny, so I thought I'd uh, mention it. Oh. Dude, that's way funny now you're giving the But there is, I think right. there's like two or three, maybe like maybe two side missions with him involved, so yeah. It's quite that's interesting. Awesome, he dude. he sticks around. He's quite an interesting character. That's awesome. So, yeah. Thank you very much, Jay, for coming to the podcast. Mm. Appreciate your time as always and opinions. Thank you to all the listeners for listening. It's very much appreciated. Mm. And you can take this as the official goodbye end of the show following close feedback. I've been <laughs> slightly average. Jay's been the Goldlocks gamer. I certainly have. And we will see you next week with all things Valhalla. DLC yes. included. Yes. DLC included. Spoilers. 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 Massive goodbye, spoilers. everyone. Bye-bye.